Well, we are a few minutes early, but I would like to say hello to the world and pray that the world is listening. Um, this is a very special evening and we're going to have a very special guest, but not before I say to you, wow, what a show. This is the live podcast of Rehoboth Institute of the Arts. That is the official title of this podcast. And we do indeed have an episode list that you can visit. We certainly hope that you will go to Rehoboth the Arts on your um, hot podcast provider, wherever that is. We are on Podbean. And there you will find a list of, I hope for you, very interesting and enlightening episodes, discussions are concerning those things which are relevant to life and definitely to our relationship with God. Um, we are meeting this evening with a pastor, John Thomas. And I see that Pastor Thomas is indeed uh, in the co-host position. So I'm very excited about that. We came in, we had no trouble. This is great. Uh, praise the Lord, I tell you. Uh, <laughs> so that I'm really excited about that. And for those of you who may have listened to me before, you know we always have trouble. So this was good. Um, and wherever you are in the world, I want you to know whether it's morning, noon, or night, God is there. It is in the Psalms written that the heavens do indeed declare the glory of God and uh, the firmament, you know, showeth forth, forth his handiwork. I love that Psalm. And I, I'm thinking it's Psalm 19, uh, but I, I can forget a, a, a scripture's address real quick. Uh, but Psalm 19, I have now... Uh, said it over and over again. Our wow, what a show is an opportunity for us to put God on display. But he's always on display because the psalmist does write that the heavens do show forth his glory. There's not a place on the face of the earth uh, anywhere where that glory is not speaking forth. He is creator God. He is outside of the realm of our existence. He created us and therefore he looks in, he sees, he takes care. He knows us each by name. Even the numbers of our hairs on our head are numbered by our father. We're so excited. He is an awesome, awesome God to get to know if you don't know him. And if you do know him, we all are growing and wanting to know him more, more and more. So welcome to all of you. We're so glad that you're here. May the Lord God bless our evening. And at this time, I would like to say hello to Pastor John Thomas. Pastor Thomas, how are you this evening? Hello. Hello, Pastor Thomas. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Great, Lord. Oh, good. Well, um, thank the Lord, indeed. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm saying hello to you, and you may take this moment to say hello to whoever will join us in the studio. Praise the Lord. I'm Pastor John. Praise the Lord. And I just want to welcome you to this podcast. I want to welcome you and thank the Lord for giving me an opportunity to speak to his people. Uh, I, I've learned you are the most important thing to God. And God calls people, uh, people that he chooses to speak to them. And I just want to say welcome. 
And the Bible said, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. So I hope you in a place you want to praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. I love it. I do love it. And uh, Pastor Thomas, as we uh, move forward in the, our conversation tonight and in your teaching, uh, I'm I'm praying and hoping uh, if, if past experience uh, serves me or informs me, uh, people will begin to come into the studio and uh, we might get some questions or comments. I just want to say so. And uh, for everyone listening, I want to introduce properly uh, Pastor John Thomas to you. He has been with us before. And if you do indeed visit the episode list, you will find there a, a sermon presentation, a study uh, titled Communicating. That is, of course, also um given the name of Pastor John Thomas because he authored that and was so gracious to allow us to um, to podcast it, to publish it out to the world. It's very, very relevant. And if you have not heard it, I invite you definitely to go and listen to it. It certainly uh, sparked me and the co-hosts who join me here on a regular basis. You may remember Light Touch and uh, Lady R, I call her, <laughs> uh, my sister Gabs and, and uh, Sister Rima from my church. Uh, we commented afterward because we were so uh, blessed at hearing the words that he spoke. So Pastor uh, John Thomas is indeed pastor of God Will Make Away Ministries located in Wadesboro, North Carolina. Pastor Thomas, I want to just um, introduce you to the world with a little, you know, we're going to just talk a little bit here, guys, uh, so that you can learn a little bit more about Pastor Thomas. He fascinates me because the name of the ministry is God Will Make Away, right? Absolutely. Pastor it is. Now, Pastor Thomas, the reason that is fascinating for me is because I heard my mother use those very words so very often. And uh, the circumstances were always with regard to uh, when my father could not work. He was a brick mason. So if the weather uh, temperature fell before 33 degrees, my father couldn't work. Or if it rained, he couldn't work. And yet we were, um, you know, probably not all in the house at one time, but my father and mother shared 12 children. And I was right in the middle, so I got the, the best and the, and the most challenging of, of the upbringing. So uh, mother would say, God will make a way. And when I heard that, I thought, oh, that is so, that is just, that's home for me. You see, that's kind of where I live. It was a declaration of her faith that through all the challenges, God would still come through. And we were always cared for. I am excited. But I want you to tell me what motivated you to uh, start a ministry and then title it, God will make a way. Amen. Um, Thank you, Sister Fellas. If you don't mind, before we go any further, may I, I pray, may I just uh, call on my Lord, yes. and, our Lord and Savior and just say thank you. Yes. Heavenly Father, we come to right you today touching in the green. We thank you for your wisdom. Father God, we open our minds and our hearts that we may get a word that will transform our lives. For you said in your word, be not but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, Father God, we understand that we need a renewing of our mind in order to receive your word by faith 
and to activate it and, and get what your word says. So hold, uh, not holding anything back, but I'm just here to say thank you, and, and I ask you to continue to speak through me to your most prized possession, which is our listeners. And we just want to the build. And we, I ask you, God, to give her a double anointing, continue to give it a strength and vision to strive for she's going because she's doing it good. This is what we're doing. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Is that all right? Thank you. Is that all right? That's that's all right. That's just very much all right. Okay. Are you there? Yes. Praise God. Okay. Hello. I am here. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm excited. I bless God for Phyllis. Right. Can I do hear indeed me? hear you, sir. I do. Okay. All right. I hear okay. you. Okay. okay. So I'm going to answer your question. Um, All right. Let, let me just say this, that I've been in and out of church for a long time. And right. just like most of us, uh, I, I've seen things and that I didn't really understand. And I heard things that I definitely didn't understand. And, and I seen mm-hmm. how, when I got to a certain age, how church was almost like it, it, it became entertainment. It, it was yes. more entertainment. And, and the thing that made it even harder for us being younger you know, our parents already went through the trials and tribulations. They already went through uh, suffering and pain and had to call on Jesus. And they knew Amen. that God would make a way, but we didn't know. And I didn't know. The thing that right. really concerned me was that I didn't know any more when I left than I did when I came. The problem was that the word was proclaimed, but no one took time to explain it. Yes. There was so much huh. that wasn't told to us in, in, in relations to a relationship with God that we all be, had a spirit of religion. Uh, yeah. uh, it was all it was like a program. And and we we executed the program from the time we came to Bible class to the time we left. And and it all it seemed like the only one that really had a true understanding was the pastor. So right. we have to hmm. solely rely on the pastor, but nobody told us about Second Timothy two fifteen. Study to show mm-hmm. yourself approved unto God that a workman needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. I didn't know that I had a responsibility to seek the word out myself. They said read the Bible, but who could understand the King James Bible in a natural mindset? I didn't know right, right. About spirit i we operate in the flesh in our five senses so so it bothered me and and i didn't embrace church i i I just didn't want a part of it and that's what pushed me away but as time went on and life started to happen i needed to understand i needed you know just like when you think about the issue with israel the problem with Israel is because they didn't understand, even though God was they God, they did not understand what was required of them. All we were told was not to sin, 
don't be good and, you know, all of this and all of that. And it really didn't have mm-hmm. a lot to do with having a relationship as much as it did being obedient. And yes. we were disobedient anyway. So, so that, that's the first part of that. that. That's what motivated me in my adult life that I'm, I'm tired of this. I, I, I'm not sitting right. Amen. Go ahead, mm-hmm. sister. Yes. No, I'm. I'm just. You don't even know that what you're now saying is a part of why I podcast. Um, what I found out in my years of church, which I started as I started as Baptist, but I, I you know, I kind of don't have that in my memory because early on, my mother switched to Catholicism, and. And that was a strange thing because Mother is, was an avid Bible reader. She was a soloist on the church choir. And I remember her just, you know, being filled with the spirit and singing as a young child. It may have been before I was six years old for sure. So we moved, right? And, and she sent us off to be a Catholic. So Catholicism has a very different uh, approach to church, as you might know. But what is alive in Catholicism and what was there for me was the fellowship. We actually knew each other. We spent time together and the priest was very accessible. And then when I, when I <clears throat> changed uh, in my late 20s, early 30s, I became you know, a Protestant. And what I found out was that there was no fellowship. And that used to just blow me away. I would think, how do you go to church Sunday after Sunday and... Um, you know, you really don't get to know very many of the people and you never get a chance to ask a question about the sermons. So you are speaking into my desire to create that kind of fellowship amongst God's people. And with that, I just say thank you very much and to keep on telling us more about God will make a way, how you, what you did there. Yes. Okay. And, and that is one component, the fellowship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We gathered together for all different reasons. We we didn't gather together out of love. We gathered out of uh, uh, have uh, this meeting someone, seeing someone talking, hearing the latest mm-hmm. gossip, showing the our, our new clothes and stuff. It, we we were in church for each other and not for God. We weren't doing mm-hmm. that. Now now watch this. The thing about Catholicism. Mm-hmm. And, and, and please, nobody get offended. I'm just telling it to you like the Lord gives it to me. I'm telling why, why I do what I do. But watch this. We have, I think at one time they said it was 72 different sects of Christianity. So ask yourself, mm-hmm. why, you know, the South, um, how, how do you pronounce that? The, um, oh, Lord. You got Baptist, you got <laughs> got charismatic you got all kind of christian and 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 let me watch this colossians 2 and 8 says beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiment of the world and not of christ see we have all these different beliefs all these different religions and that's man-made and and the problem is we all call it ourselves Christians, which means followers of Christ, but we're following man. That's right. Man That's has right. gotten so full of himself that he wanted to take Christ's place. 
So we don't know what the truth is because we all believe different things. So how are we ever going to come together on one accord and we all listening to different people instead of listening to the spirit mm. of God? Mm, 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 mm. Reverend Thomas. I mean, yes, amen. And listen to the audience. You heard me. I just called him Reverend Thomas because that is the tradition of the Protestant church. But Pastor Thomas told me he was not a reverend. He is a pastor. He said, God alone. What'd you tell me? God alone is to be reverenced. I like it. Yes. Talk about it. Go ahead. and We got to get off the throne. Oh, oh. yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? He said, he said, pick up your cross and follow me. He didn't say hang on the cross. He didn't say that man should honor you. I mean, should to reverence you, but God. But this is the problem. We all read the Bible, but we don't read with an understanding. We are reading a spiritual book about a kingdom and its people yes. and God. Yet we come yes. to God in the natural. That's a problem. Yes. For the Bible says yes. God is the spirit and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. The, the, the major problem is that we don't understand. We don't understand the God mm -hmm. we serve. I mean, this is not everybody because you might, but there's a lot of people yeah. who don't understand who God is and what God wants in our, want for us or what God requires of us. Because you got to understand Everything that God is willing to give us, he's expecting something from us. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. obedience. Praise the Lord. Like a yes. transforming mind. He said he, he wants us to learn to take on the characteristics of him so that we can love one another. You got people in leadership. You got people in the church who are bitter against one another, who backbite mm. one another, who's flipping and flopping, slipping and sliding, who's... Who, mm. Jesus, we got people who live just like the people in the world, but yet mm. we call ourselves Christians and we want the things that God has for us, but we're not willing to do what God suggests we do. Oh my goodness. Praise the book God. Says, in all thy ways, get understanding. And what that yes. is lying and what the Lord put in my spirit is that my people don't understand what I'm what from them. Mm. Glory. Oh, now you now you you went right into the next uh, point that I really wanted to highlight in in your being with us to the listening audience. Pastor John Thomas has authored a series of volumes. They are studies, and the title is "In All Thy Getting, Get Understanding." It is a direct quote from the Book of Proverbs, and I think that's where you are going right now. You're taking us now through why you have written these books. That is so wonderful. You are absolutely right, Pastor. I've met some, well, I used to take folks to church all the time because I did outreach and I would just pick up all these guys mostly and, and some ladies, but mostly men and take them to church. And they were so affected by what they did not receive, right? In terms of fellowship, love, acceptance, that they stopped going. I can't say that they lost their faith or that they uh, you know, didn't continue in it. I can simply say they wouldn't continue to go with me to church at the one that I was sending them to. So in all that getting, you, you have to understand so that you can hold on when the church itself, where you're looking for this 
thing, whatever it is you you know you think church ought to be, when it's not there, what will you do? Keep to I'm so oh my goodness I I can't even express what I am uh, feeling as you are talking about that what I'm thinking. Keep talking, uh, Pastor Thomas. I don't want to interfere. No, you good. Okay, before we go to the get uh, with Philippians four and seven, let's talk about uh-huh. how I got the name. Right. God will make a way. Right. Because I came from New York City, and I came uh-huh. down. Ended up in Charlotte, and Charlotte, mm-hmm. uh, God brought me down to Waysboro. And you want right. you know, uh, a parallel to uh, uh, the Valley of Dry Bones. <laughs> and I, I don't mean no offense to nobody in Waysboro because I've been here 16 years, but this yeah. is a place that is definitely spiritually dead. Yeah. You know the story. That's how mm-hmm. it works. So here we are. I, I, I had my own business and it was okay, but it wasn't bringing enough. Mm-hmm. So I went and got a job. I got a job because I'm strong will. I'm my own man. I know what God mm-hmm. has given me and I know how to do what I need to do. A lot of times mm-hmm. people take that as being arrogant and being bullheaded, mm-hmm. but no, I'm just sure because I made a living right. there. So I had a lot hard times working for people. So at this right. time I was working for a uh, goodwill, um, uh, habitat, I'm sorry, habitat, habitat for Humanity. And what happened was the, my, my sternness, my, my aggressive, my assertiveness had kind of offended those who, because I was a manager, so let me manage. Right. You hired me yeah. to run this. I'm not a puppet. I don't need you to tell. So this is a conflict. So long story short, I had to lose the job. He wanted me to mm-hmm. quit. And I said no, so he fired me. And now I have mm-hmm. my own business, but I had to close it down because business was slow. And all that time, God said, I'll make a way. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, that's cool. So he said to me, so I say to him, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because I was into the retail business and all that. He said, build me a house. Mm -hmm. So I transformed my 3,100 square foot building into a church. Mm -hmm. I had Mm -hmm. already been ordained. I already been a pastor in Charlotte, all of that. And, and he, right. he said, I'm looking for a name. Well, I didn't want these traditional names. I wasn't associated right. to a, 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 any affiliates. So, you know what I mean? I just wasn't part of anybody. I was straight by myself. So he said right. to me, this is what God said to me. My need to know I will make a way. Right. That's how simple uh, that is. When we put the sign, uh, he said to me, Everybody who drives west and everybody who drives east will read that thing. You don't know. Somebody could have just had a fight with their mothers or their mm-hmm. husband or something. And they ride and they crying and they're distorted and everything. And they look out over there at Mr. JT mm-hmm. place and it says God will make a way. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a message for God's people to see every day. And that's Glory how we got it. Now, that's how wow. we he God and he had to continue to to remind me that he's going to make a way. You know, I've been mm-hmm. through cancer and I've been through Mercer. I've oh. been through a little this and a little that, and the Holy Spirit walked with me through each episode. And I know God will make a way. I know when He mm-hmm. said, when the Scripture said, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." 
and, and, and before I got to Waysboro, my desire was to know the word because I was from the streets and I was jacked up from the floor up. And I knew mm. when he said, have a transformed mind, it was hard because my mind for 30, 40 years was about one thing, the flesh in the world, satisfying mm -hmm. myself. Mm -hmm. So I worked diligently. I saturated myself with the word. I did like David did. David said, I hide thy word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. So mm -hmm. that's what I did. I flooded myself with the word. And that became my weapon. That became uh, the arsenal that I had when the enemy tried to call me. He said, I remember mm -hmm. the scripture vividly when it said, uh, uh, submit yourself to God. Resist the devil and he has to flee. He said, acknowledge me in all thy ways and I'll be a light unto your path. Lean not to your own. Un See, I had to minister to myself. And the way I was able to minister to myself was that I had to eat the word. I had to inject right. that word so that when the enemy came, remember Paul said, whenever I want to do good, evil's always present. And that which I yes. would not I find myself doing. But he said, but that yeah. which I do is not I, but the sin that dwells. See, I understood that there was a sin nature in me that would always be trying to pull me back. Yeah. Said, Delight wow. yourself in me. You know what I'm saying? He said, Yes, he I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. So, with that, all of that, and that's not even half of it, uh, uh, God inspired me. Because, see, I understood, too, that before I got the Holy Ghost, reading the King James Bible was re like reading a Chinese book because mm -hmm. of the old English. Mm. And a lot of people shy away from the book because they don't understand the context of the book. They don't understand mm. the old English part of the book. So God inspired me to write these pamphlets. These are like seven chapters with all different topics that have to do with everyday living. I mean, it, it mm. hits everybody. And what he did, mm -hmm. he, he inspired me like he inspired those other guys to uh, write the Bible where the Bible says all scriptures are inspired by God and his profitable for doctrine. Yes. So the book is an easy reading book. And, and when I speak, I'm speaking to the people or to a situation or a circumstance, and I'm giving you scripture. So now you can go to the King James Bible, you can read the scripture, and it'll help you get a clearer understanding. Amen. Amen. Now, I never Amen. wrote no book. I am not a writer. I'm not an English <laughs> Not an orator, but God empowered me. He empowered me with the passion that I have and the commitment that I yeah. have to God to speak to his people. It don't matter where I go. When I speak, it's God speaking through me. Amen. 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 Oh, you are. You've excited me as well. Um, I see that we have uh, someone on the on the uh, in the studio, and um, I want to say welcome there as well to everyone. Jam J came in, and there's a new message here. I'm trying to find it. Um, Okay, no, it's it's not it's it's comment just an amen, and and that amen comes from my heart too. I started a uh, uh, I've got a manuscript going on, so to speak, and and it's kind of this thing. Uh, what's wrong with church? And uh, I someone on the on the call uh, in the studio tonight has has contributed to that because there's something there that is lacking. 
And I think, Pastor, you have put your finger on something that is extremely important. And therefore, I just really don't want to interject. I just want you to keep talking. But to the listening audience, uh, Pastor Thomas has authored a, uh, it's a 10 volume series. I think you said 10. Yeah. I have seven of them. And they're titled, uh, In All That Getting, Get Understanding. And e each volume has its own uh, table of contents and content. And I just want to read the table of contents for volume one so that the listening audience will get a sense of where you're taking us in these studies. Uh, of course, you have an introduction, but chapter one in my volume one is once you understand. I was so delighted to read through that, but I won't comment. I just want to listen to the audience to know, listen to that. Once you understand, in all that getting, get understanding, but when you understand, something miraculous changes in your life. The second chapter is, we are under attack. See, once you understand, when things happen, you're not shocked, right? You are, you are uh, 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 aware and we can better uh, meet those challenges when they come. Chapter three is we are tough enough to under overcome. Chapter four, too blessed to be stressed and too anointed to be disappointed. Oh my goodness, I had a, I had a, a journal. My son gave me a journal, too blessed to be stressed. I loved it. And chapter five, stand up in faith. Chapter six, where do they come from? Resources, where do they come from? In chapter seven, looking be beyond what you can see. Now, Pastor, I did that because I wasn't sure you were going to do that. And I want to whet the appetites of those who are listening so that they will be encouraged to get these studies or to tune in and listen. I, I don't know that you're going to read them verbatim because I, I have talked with you now and I know that you, you know, inside and out what you have written and you are so able to communicate that. So I, I want you to know that I am thankful. How did we come together? I live in New Jersey, but my, my dad, my dad was born in Wadesboro, by the way. <laughs> and I was born in Monroe. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I think the divine appointment has been there from the foundations of the world. And through my cousin, I run into Pastor John Thomas, whose name is exactly the same name as my uncle and her uncle. My uncle JT was John Thomas Perry in Monroe, North Carolina. So when I when you know, when I got your name, I knew where you were from. I'm thinking, wow, what a connection. Uh, and I'm so grateful for it. So uh, Pastor John, go right ahead. And uh, you, we now know that the ministry title, God Will Make a Way, comes from a word that God gave you as you were uh, transitioning, so to speak, from New York to Wadesboro and from job to um, your own business and then from your own business to watching God do something there that was miraculous because you tell us you were all about the street and the flesh. But now God is, has, you know, calls you out and he's walking you through. Tell me now, when that is happening to you, right? You, you are, were, were you, you were already ordained when you heard God speak this? You were already prepared for ministry? Oh, yeah. I, I, be, I became mm -hmm. pastor when I was in Charlotte. I, I passed okay. for eight years, and but I was okay. under the tutelage of an apostle. And what was mm -hmm. happening was I had some challenges in my life 
and I was invited to come to the church. And they said that God would turn my whole business around. And at that time, I, that's mm -hmm. what I, because business was bad. I went for self mm -hmm. reasons and, and I went and I listened. I went with a earnest heart, a open heart, because I needed, I knew I needed some changes in my life. So I went there mm -hmm. and I was being taught. And I, I seen some things that I never seen. The, they, this was a non-denominational church, but it was a healing and deliverance ministry. So a lot of stuff was going on. And I, I took yeah. it in and I, I studied my word because I needed to, because I needed help. And in, mm -hmm. in the process of doing that, I fell in love with God. Yeah. Not intending to. I just came to get what he had. And he right. probably said, I could use this young fella. And anyway, so mm. I um went. I went in. I was there. I was uh I was trying to be a, a usher. I was going to the door mm -hmm. trying to help. And they told mm -hmm. me go over there with the ministers. I'm like, why am I going to the ministers? I don't, I ain't no minister. But but he was mm -hmm. like, giving me the exposure. He was hoping that the ministers would rub off on me. And what had happened? Mm -hmm. I kept on pursuing God. See, this is what we don't understand. Most of the time mm -hmm. we go to church, we are pursuing relationship. We are pursuing uh, business connections. Some of us are pursuing uh, men and women relationship. And very few people are really here to pursue God. So this is mm -hmm. where this is a byproduct. Uh, or this is the result of church hurt. When somebody mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. church disappoints you, now you got church mm -hmm. hurt. It's not church hurt. Yeah. It's hurt. It's because you put your allegiance and you reverence a man or a woman and not God. Oh, hallelujah. But I was chasing God. So no matter yes. what happened, I kept on pursuing God. And in pursuing yeah. God, believe it or not, I got ordained. Uh, I got some good teaching. But then I got, I was going to a higher level and my pastor wasn't at that level. It was like God brought mm -hmm. that person to teach me my fundamentals. And once I learned the fundamentals, mm -hmm. once I learned how to hear God, how to see the spirit of God and the spirit of Satan and a few other things that I've learned and I got the understanding that I needed, God took me to another level. And then Glory I had to, to leave. I had to leave. Right. Yeah. And and um, so just before I, I have a comment there, but I get a comment also from someone in the Jam J in the in the listening audience. Good evening to you. Uh, she says uh, that she jumped in because when you remember when I said someone sent a message that was an amen there, and uh, she said yes, that's why I had to run in the lack ellipses follows the lack. See, we are experiencing. A lack, many of us in church, right? And then she said, and Pastor JT is hitting on something, glory to God. Oh my goodness. See, we're, th there's a thirst and a hunger going on amongst people who are really seeking the Lord. And we're in church because we are told we're supposed to be in church. You're supposed to go, forsake not the, the assembling of yourselves together. But then we go and the lack does exactly what you said. You get this church hurt or you get this church disappointment or you get this mm, what is this all about you know so much is going on in a person who's really seeking the lord and uh so we we're getting these comments uh that are validating in our own personal lives that which you are saying 
So, Pastor, uh, please do continue. God will make a way. Oh, I got a story to tell you on that one. But God will make a way. God calls you. And you said the pastor was given you to do something that I think churches fail to do. He wouldn't take you further because I'm. this is my take. You comment on this. When, when we get to a point where the pastor or that church no longer um, can, can kind of what, buoy us up in the way that the Lord is going to use us, then we have to go. We have to go because the purpose of the church in the first place is to equip the believer, equip the saints. And I'm thinking the equipping is to go out and do the ministry for the ministry. Exactly as the word says, your comments there. Tell me how I'm thinking, Pastor. Well, well, what we have to understand is and realize, why are we coming to church? Mm-hmm. What are you expecting to receive? Mm-hmm. Who are you willing, who are you ready to have a relationship with? They never taught me about relationship with God. They had, mm-hmm. we had all kinds of relationships going on in the church, but not with God. So here, mm-hmm. what, what's happening here is that we're, we're being taught by old time religion. You got to remember mm-hmm. back in the day, bless their heart, a lot of them couldn't read. A lot of them didn't understand, but they went with what was told to them. Be not deceived by man's philosophy and traditions. And because we put so much stock in the leadership and, mm-hmm. and believed what they said, we never had a personal relationship with God. The Bible says mm. in John 15 and 7, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, mm. anything you ask should be done unto you. No one ever taught us about abiding. What is abiding? Mm. What is it about spending time with God to get to know him for yourself? We knew God mm. through our mothers and our grandmothers. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So so once you get the understanding that you have a responsibility to go after your own soul salvation, then you are willing or, or you learn to forge a relationship. See, what had happened in that church with, with the people that I knew, they were traditional. Mm-hmm. It was like before the church, first church, uh, before the church service was over, everybody had to get what they call slaying the spirit. Everybody had to be on mm. the floor. People were moaning and groaning. People were running around the church jerking and all of that old crazy stuff. And God showed mm. me that that ain't me. Mm. That ain't me. Yes. Right, right. And people think that if someone is shaking and speaking in tongues, and even though speaking in tongues is one of the evidence, but that is not the only evidence, but they speaking in tongues, yaking, jerking their head and everything, they have the Holy Ghost. But after all of that, they're being as a snake. They have no love to share. So how could you say that was the Holy Ghost? And we are right. talking about the Holy Ghost as a gentleman. Yeah. So we got it twisted. We don't understand. And and what is happening is that we are following the norm. And God called me to break that norm. Let me just say this. Now, what about, you know what really blew my mind? I was in this big church, really nice big church. Not mega church, but a big church. And 
they had altar call. And mm-hmm. if anybody had any affirmities, anybody was sick and all that stuff, they were to come up and get prayed for, right? Mm-hmm. Now, these are members of the church. So I, I was the visitor. So I know they not the visitors. They've been at this mm-hmm. for a while. And half the church got up. So that told me that half mm-hmm. the church was sick. And I'm saying mm-hmm. to myself, why is the half the church sick? The Bible said, mm-hmm. if any among you are sick, call the elders. Hallelujah. And they'll pray the prayer mm-hmm. of faith, anointing you with oil, yes. right? And you shall recover. Yes. So, so here That's it right. is. Now, oh, even though we know sin can cause sickness, we know that. Yeah. But people are thinking that God is making them sick because of how they are living. And people are thinking, well, if this is God's will, I'll be I'll be recovered. No, that ain't how that works. See, they don't know the principle <laughs> of healing. If you look at Second Peter one and three, the Bible said, according to His divine power, He has given unto us all oh, all yeah. things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called right. us to glory and virtue. You know, if you look at John mm-hmm. ten and ten. It said, the devil cometh, but the Kill, steal, and destroy. And he said, I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. So if God is saying that, then how could you think that you're supposed to be sick? Mm. Mm. Proverbs 18, 21 says, death and life is in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So when you say, oh, I feel like I'm going to die. Or you feel I'm sick. And you profess and proclaim these these negative comp- these negative things, you proclaiming them over your life and you're doing it because you don't understand. Mm-hmm. You don't understand mm-hmm. that God wants you well. Why would he redeem mm-hmm. you from the curse of death and make you sick? Mm-hmm. You, you see what I'm saying? So they're not teaching us this. The people are not speaking healing on each other. You know, I love Matthews 10 and 1 when he said, and when he had called unto him his disciples, right? And he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and disease. So how you going to tell me that you sick? Well, if God want me healed, he'll heal me. No, no. Mm-hmm. He said, if you abide in me and my word abide in you, anything you ask. So do you want? See, what happens is sometimes people are sick so long, they 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 just they just agree with it. They they mm-hmm. learn to live with the sickness. See, sickness mm-hmm. and disease may not be your fault. It may or may not be. But either way, mm-hmm. if you desire to be well. See, you don't have to stay sick. He said, many are the afflictions mm-hmm. of the righteous, but he delivers us from them yes. all. But you got to believe he's a deliverer. Right. You have to believe Right. And then you have to speak it. <sighs> and nobody, a lot of people ain't speaking it because they don't know God like that. That's they don't it. know he's a healer. They don't know he's a bridge That's over it. troubled water. They sing the songs and they, they repeat what they hear, but they don't know them for themselves. They don't even give the healing process time. They run into the doctor. 
Oh, I really believe so, Jam J says. They don't know the process, they don't know the word, or they don't really believe as well. Oh, this is good stuff. Now, you know what? I, I, I have a laundry list of questions, not quite that, but I have some questions, and I'm not going to answer ask them tonight. I'm going to give them to you, uh, uh, Pastor Thomas, so that when you come again, you might, you know, uh, if someone else is thinking like me, you might answer that. But you're right. You make me remember um, uh, my mother was, oh, my goodness. My mother knew the word. And let me tell you how she would just tell God his word, you know, and insist that he <laughs> that he do what he said he could do. I have heard my mother do that. So that's what you are saying to me. What I heard my mother do is what many of us miss, we don't understand. Now it takes a minute, right, to come into that kind of belief, or does it, Pastor John? Is it a matter of the teachings of the church or, or somebody teaching you, or is it a matter of you being taught by the Spirit of God when we are in fellowship with him and his word? Well, you have to be taught. The Bible says mm -hmm. he gave some apostles he gave some prophets, mm -hmm. some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry and the edifying of the body of Christ. The Bible tells yes. us child in a way it should go that when it get older, it won't depart far. It's all about teaching. Right. It's all about yeah. letting you know that God loves you that much that you see yeah. what happens. Is the devil plays on our mind. He say, God ain't going to heal you. You've been, look at how the life you live in. And a lot of us is still in sin and we don't feel worthy to be healed. But he said, God is faithful and just to forgive us of our unrighteousness. He, he throws yes. our sins if we repent in the sea of forgiveness. So he's saying, come unto me all who are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. You know, he already mm -hmm. know we can't be perfect now, but your heart can be mm -hmm. transformed. You can have a desire for God. God, I, I want to change. I really do. And then that's when you mm -hmm. accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, right? And you become that new creation. Old things are passed away and all things become new. And then the Bible, then yes. you, you be lined up with this Christian statement. I mean, the scripture that says, I can do all things through Christ. When we let God in, he works through us. He works on us. We, we evolve into that righteous person. Yeah, you got to be taught. The Bible said faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We ain't got no faith. Even though when we were created, he gave us a measure of faith. But no one taught us how to work the faith. They right, told right, right. Pray. You know what really turned me off? They told us to pray. And the way they prayed, mm -hmm. they were begging God. And I'm saying mm -hmm. to myself, my spirit was not right with that. Why I got to beg God? If this is the God that I'm going to serve, why I got to beg him? He didn't say mm -hmm. beg me, but that's the implication that we have gotten from the pastors and other people. They want to go tarrying for 50 days and all that, even though tarrying is good, but that's not how you get what God got for you. The Bible tells mm -hmm. us in the book of Corinthians, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered the hearts of them what God has prepared for those who love him. He said, you got mm -hmm. to love me. He said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. You got to take the scriptures and make it Make it your national anthem. And that's how you walk in the promises of God. See, people are not mm -hmm. teaching us that that God is, God is not like man. 
God does not judge us by our outside appearance or he judges us by the intent of our heart. He knows how hard it is for you to do what you need to do. But he said, call on me and I'll show you great mighty things. Glory to God. You you got to stop relying on your husband and your wife and your friends. Psalms 1 and 1 said, blessed is the man who taketh not counsel from the ungodly, nor stand mm. the ways of the sinner, or sit in the seat of the scornful. You know, what he, and the scornful is the bitter people. What he's saying is that if you're taking any advice other than mine, you're talking or taking advice from the ungodly. Mm-hmm. No matter how mm-hmm. good these people are, if if they are not yeah. telling you what God is saying, they telling you yeah. what they think. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> this is amazing. I woke up contemplating that very scripture yesterday and saying to the Lord, I've been walking in the counsel of the ungodly. Oh, God, have mercy. It came to me clear as a bell with regards to a particular aspect of my life. Mm, not not everywhere, but in, in this one aspect. Pastor, that's, that's just marvelous. Thank you. Mm, day and night, hallelujah. It, uh, Jam J says, is in the word of the Lord and on, oh, our meditation is in the word of the Lord and we meditate in him day and night. That's right. Hallelujah. And then it goes on to say, we shall be like trees planted by rivers of water that bring forth its fruit in due season, in its season. Right. That's good. Keep going, Pastor. I'm listening. But the thing is this, when we read the scriptures, do we really understand what the scriptures is saying? Yeah. See, look, when you talk about meditate, look what he told Joshua in Joshua one and eight. Amen. He said, yes, this is the book of of law. I'm sorry. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. So you should stop all the corrupt communication. You should start talking about the goodness of God. When people when you hold Mm -hmm. a conversation with people, you should have something Mm -hmm. about God coming out of your mouth. And and then he says, Mm -hmm. he says, but thou shall meditate there, there, there in day and night. And thou must observe to do according to all that is written. Therefore, for this thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and thou shalt have good success. So if you don't have good success, you're not doing what God prescribed for us to do. What what he's saying is what he said in Romans 12 and 2, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Most of us have stinking thinking. Most of us, mm. are, are, are we prescribe to the things of the world and <laughs> things of God. And I understand yes, yes, yes. it's new, but as new as it is, it is so necessary. See, God did his part. He so let his son mm. die that, that we mm. would have, we can be redeemed back to him. Now you had another chance, right? God is forgetting mm-hmm. all your sins. But now uh-huh. you have to change your mind. 
If you don't change your mind, your perspective will never change and you will still operate like the natural man. God is trying to get us in a spiritual place. The Bible says that uh, if you walk after the spirit, you won't fulfill the desires of the flesh. And you have to get away from your five senses. You have to stop relying on your five senses and rely on the spirit. If you don't, you will return back to where you came forfeiting your redemption. Amen. Oh, glory. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, my goodness. You were just hitting on so many things that I have so often uh, tried to teach myself and meditate on. And yes, he has said, Jam J says, yes, he he did. Yes, he did. (laughs) Do everything that you were saying. Glory to God. This is excitement, as my girlfriend would say. This is truly good. And you know what? What I'm hearing here is the call of God on a man that has become his man for this particular hour. And where we may be lacking uh, in, in the churches, God is surrounding his people with everything that they need. You quoted the scripture earlier Um what comes to me right now is he shall never, he will not leave us barren nor unfruitful in his ways. God is not going to leave us in this state where we cannot approach him, be with him and be empowered by him, hear his spirit, lead and guide us. All the things that he promised to do, finish the good work that he has begun in us. And so pastor, I'm very, 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 uh, you know, excited. Sometimes the, the ways that the words of the world become so very cliche. And so when we say them, they don't have much meaning to my own hearing. I go, what is another way to say this, Lord? I am so thankful to God. I'm really grateful that uh, I have met you and I have come upon you, even if you were not podcasting, when my cousin Sharon sh- uh, shared that sermon with me, I immediately wanted other people to hear it because it's, it is so very relevant. And we don't hear the teachings anymore in the church. You know, sometimes at one point things were kind of understood how how you would not um you know, expose yourself in a in a church, and then it carried out to your full life. There, you know, you get sensitive about how how you dress, and and I'm not talking about wearing fine and being you know fabulous. I'm just saying sensitive about um, how we communicate through our dressing, communicating through uh, the, the way we spend our money, through how we vacation, through how we talk with other people. Communicating is everywhere. I was excited then and I am excited now. You're really delving into what it means to live the Christian life, to live the Christian life. And I'm loving it. Thank you so very much. And I don't want to stop you short of of how you want to wind this up so you can just keep keep going. Thank you. I don't have a question. <laughs> I just had a comment. Well, if you got a question, I'm fine with that. Because that's the No, thing. I don't. Okay. We have to get uh-huh. clarity on this thing. Um, yes. Have, if anybody ever says, well, the, the devil made me do it, or the devil was blocked, mm-hmm. 
my blessing or the devil's this and the devil's that. You wrong. You mm -hmm. speaking wrong because what you're doing is giving value to the devil when Jesus already took that power away from the devil that Adam gave him. Amen. And if you mm -hmm. read mm -hmm. 10, 19, the Bible says, behold, I give you all power to tread on serpents and scorpions. That's right. It does. Hallelujah. Enemy, and mm. nothing by any means shall harm you. You need to know that you got the same power that Jesus had. Because he said in his word, if you believe in the works that I do, you shall do also. And greater works mm -hmm. than these you shall do. You got to believe that God is using you to 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 bring his word. Uh, Sonny talked about a model prayer we had on the line. And it said, our father who art in heaven, uh, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us, our, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. That daily bread is the word. That daily bread mm -hmm. means give me direction, Holy Spirit. That's what yes. it means. It means that God is using us, and in order to use us, he has to empower us so that his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You got to understand that you are most powerful people. The people in our ministry, they lay hands. They cast out demons. They pray. You know what I'm saying? They have that same mm. power. I wanted to, Let me tell you a major problem in the church. Mm. Okay. They're not a transfer of anointing. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, like the people are, are programmed to stay sheep and not real mm -hmm. leaders. You, you got to understand mm -hmm. that any person that's in my church can, can give you a message, can, can mm -hmm. set you free with the word of God. Uh, 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 just in case something happens to me, the ministry can go on. I'm passing yes. the, the mantle. I'm passing the anointing unto my people. And the way I could do mm -hmm. that is by giving them the knowledge and wisdom that God has given me. It's giving them a thirst and a hunger for their righteousness. Mm -hmm. You got to be oh, in a way God. because we are human. You got to be in a way. When mm -hmm. Pastor, I think you made a mistake. Praise the Lord. What did I say? Yes. Sometimes I get caught up in the spirit and I'm I'm gone. I'm gone. And and you have yeah. to have those people who are around you who can help correct you, who can help instruct uh. you. You know, the Bible said that is the student is never greater than the teacher. But if you got the right spirit of God, you ain't trying to be greater. You're trying to be on one accord. Uh. You're trying to walk with each other because the Bible says two is better than one. So if uh. you ain't growing, something wrong. Amen. 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 Mm. I'm in total agreement. Come on, Pastor. We're getting comments. Daily bread is the word. Wow. Therein lies the truth. And therein also is a part of the problem, probably the biggest part of the problem. Uh, we are not getting the full word of God. And, you know, Pastor, I so appreciate this as well. And I know that the Lord is speaking to us all. Humility is being able to be in fellowship with us. That's a part of it. And to have someone correct us 
when we don't quite see it right. Or sometimes it isn't even a matter of not seeing it right because God is speaking to all of his children. But what we do with what he shows us is very important. I remember the Lord saying to me in a, in a conflict, uh, actually I was just being talked about, I wasn't really in conflict with people. And, and I really was angry with this person who was supposed to be my friend. And um, I was you know, so I was angry. The Lord knew I was. And he spoke to me and he said, it isn't that you are wrong, but it is that you must represent me in the situation. So it is it's how we respond and how we are able uh, to not need what uh, the upper place, so to speak. So I, I really appreciate the point that you made there. That is really good. Um, and we had a, another point. Someone says that God is raising up new shepherds after my own heart. <laughs> I mean, for somebody who teaches and helps us to get, get on with it, right? Uh, but he's going to see to it, isn't he, Pastor? If God, if God has redeemed us, he promised. He promised to see to it. And that's why you have to, you have to come, because he promised, and he's going to use you to help fulfill that promise in our lives. Okay. The, promise, mm -hmm. the promise is fulfilled when when you have a, a a heart like God, when when you are mm -hmm. interested in in um um fulfilling His will and not your will, uh, what what the Spirit dropped in me, and I want to say this to you is that um, okay, people are hooked up, people are, 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 are overtaken by titles, by uh -huh. everybody. Uh -huh. to be or a prophet. Everybody wants to be reverenced by man and recognized in man. Let me tell you, the titles have no power. Amen. Titles have no Amen. power. The power is mm -hmm. in the relationship with God. Now watch this. Mm -hmm. 2 Timothy 2.15. This is how you walk in. See, I'm a byproduct of the promises of God. Yes. God don't love me no more than you, but, but, but it's yeah. how I live. Because I got a few things I want to say real quick. But here he said, study to show yourself approved unto God. Have relationship with God. God, sure, I don't understand this. Lord, help me understand it. And what it is, is that your behavior has to coincide what you say out of your mouth. Thou wrote <laughs> a song a long time ago. He said, live the life you sing about. So we got to oh, live the yes. life talk about. You can't just be talking about it. He said we were saved by grace, not by works that any man yes. should vote. Now there's no power in titles. The power comes in the anointing and the anointing comes with relationship with God. Now, here you go. Oh, you, you ever heard a person say, I got the Holy Ghost? And they, they yeah. try to convince you they got the Holy Ghost? Well, that's cool, but I'd rather have the Holy Ghost have me than me have mm. it. Because if I mm. have it, I can use it when I want <laughs> and I don't have to use it on other time. But if he got me, mm. I gotta, I, I'm gonna be used. You feeling me? All the so time. We, Praise we, God, we, yes. We're not understanding that it's all about relationship with God. It's about saying, oh, Lord, my goodness. Lord, I need you to lead me because I'm messing this thing up. And be honest yeah. about it. You got to desire God. And if you desire God, there's nothing. What is that? Psalm 84 and 11. He said, God is the sun 
S-U-N, and the shield. Yeah. He is grace yes. and mercy. And he will not yeah. withhold no good thing from those who live up right. Not perfect. Yeah. God don't know we can't be perfect. But you got to try mm. to live for God. You got to try to mm. live for God. Man, mm. I, I had told somebody, uh, and, and don't get me wrong, Dave was talking about a budget. And we was talking about finances and stuff. And they were saying mm. it's important that we have a budget. And I would agree with you if you're not a good steward of your money. But God, if God has overflow, if God is talking about abundance more than enough, why do we live, have to live on a budget? He mm-hmm. said, give it, shall mm-hmm. be given back to you, pressed down, shaken up, running over. Will I draw men unto your bosom? See, he's saying, mm. give me what you got and I'll multiply Whoa. See, wow. I don't live on a budget wow. because I have overflow. And with the overflow, I'm a distributor because God gives seed to the sower. You got to understand the principles before you can walk in the transformation of coming from the natural to the spirit. Mm. To mm, Jesus, help me somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You got to read Glory. these. Yeah, you got to read these pamphlets. And I'm not saying they're the best thing on the market, but they work it. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, this is this is chapter yes. three, making better decisions. Yes. Watch this. This is the problem why you ain't getting. This is one of the problem why you ain't getting what you're supposed to get. The Bible said, if you, right. I mean, the the booklet says, if you do, if we do our part, then God can do yes. His part. Yes. If you only knew Him. Oh, man, not through your mama mm. eyes or your grandmother eyes or the preacher's eyes. You got to know him for yourself. Right. I'm having the time of right. my life. <laughs> God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he needs to repent. He repent. And he That's said right. that he watches over his word till it perform what he sent it to do. And he yes. oh, he just has so much for you, man. You just got to know what he wants you to do. You just got mm, mm. to trust him. You got to trust him. Mm, mm, mm. He said, trust no mm. man, but you got to trust him. He the one that gave his life for you. And if you want your life to change now, if you ain't got enough, if you still sick and suffering, if you still confused and don't know what to do, you still hurting, man, you better get with God. Hmm. The Bible said those who keep their mind on him, he'll keep him in perfect peace. You'll stop spending so much time worrying about something that you can change. See, watch this. A problem that we have as believers that we spend too much time on the problem, not looking for the, mm-hmm. the solution. The solution is in the word of God. He said there's nothing new under the sun. He already worked it out according to his divine Glory to God. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, thank you. This is really good. And it is so enlightening. You have, I believe, stirred us up to ask questions, definitely, and to rethink some of the, well, the way that we have maybe interpreted God's word. Pastor J.T., I am so thankful to God that we have made this connection. 
I am as much looking forward to every session with you as I am sure now those who've been in the studio audience with us is <laughs> is as well. The comments are, are held. I wish you could have heard them all, or it, maybe you can read them and see. You go back, they hold. Uh, was, <laughs> my, my good buddy, Lady Ara, says, guilty as charged. Now, I don't know what she's guilty about, but I know this one thing, that through the uh, support of good teaching and our time in fellowship with the Lord, whatever we are guilty of or wherever we've fallen short, the Lord our God will make sure that our eyes are opened and that we are empowered by his spirit to come into the fullness of our redemption, even into the eternal glory and rest that he has prepared for us. I know that pastor agrees with me there. I know he does. And uh, pastor, I just want you to say your your last, we've been, we've been now for an hour, right? There's no time limit because I pay for the time, of course. And when I pay it for, I don't pay that much, but anyway, that's, that's the contract here that I'm under. So we have the time. You can come on as often as you like, and you can teach as long as you will. I just try to keep it to an hour or so, so that, um, you know, it, it, it's a lot to take in sometimes, and we need to think about it, meditate on it, ask questions in our own minds and hearts, say our own particular uh, prayers to the Lord about what we've heard, and then be ready for the next one, right? Um, so if you want to uh, bring us into a summary or an intro into our next session, I'd appreciate that very much. Amen. Um, mm -hmm. What I need our listeners to understand is that what you don't have, God mm -hmm. has already provided for you, but you mm -hmm. have to position yourself in order to be the recipient of it. You can't come to God any kind of way. He said, mm -hmm. search for me and you will find me when you search for me with your whole heart. You have to be mm -hmm. sick and tired of being sick and tired and really want to change. I'm telling you, man, God delivered me and I know he'll deliver and he'll deliver you because mm -hmm. God is no respecter of person. Let me just say that we, I, this is not what I do. This is who I become. I'm... 24-7 for my members. They could call mm. me anytime. And if I'm sleeping, mm. then I, and I won't hear you, I won't wake up. But as long as I'm up, I, I'm here for the Lord. I'm doing the will of God. So feel free to ask your question. I am not a theologian and I'm not a scholar. I'm just a son of God. And the Holy Spirit is what I need to give back to his people. So you guys have to be encouraged and get, you gotta, you gotta get serious. Gotta give you the desires mm. of your heart. You have to apply yourself. And when you apply yourself, when you know how mother used to say, if you take one step here, take two. God, yes. all you gotta do is That's right. and seek him with your whole heart. Uh, we at, at God Will Make a Way Ministry, we are on the line Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. We are, everybody, we always teaching, man. You, let me tell you something real quick. In our church, we finish. Okay. I, I usually preach about an hour or so. And yeah. it's like after we take the offering and everything, people still sitting around. 
Ain't nobody yeah. trying to walk out the door. Right. I'm amazed. And we're staying here another hour or two with questions and answers because people are seeking God. That's yeah. real. That's real. I mean, we're forging real love relationships. Yeah. That's what we have to do. Uh, we have to learn how to administer love because God is love. Glory to God. Mm. You know, so that I is beautiful. Thank you, Sister Phyllis, for this. Like I said, oh. anytime you want me to be a part of it, just let me know. It's all well, good. Pastor JT, I'm anticipated that you are going to podcast every Wednesday night at eight o'clock. Am I correct? Okay, that'll work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked. Alrighty. About it. Yes, we did. And uh, he has. What yes. Do we do? What do we do with the questions? Because the questions, whatever they are, are legitimate, and that's the break. Mm -hmm. When people get questions answered, that helps them move closer to God. Amen. I totally agree. And uh, that was a longing in my heart to have a call in um, uh, podcast, right, where people could actually ask questions. And that that is very possible. If you're willing to take the questions and we all we do is invite them to ask them, you know, and anyone in the in the um, uh, studio with us can access the um, the chat. It's a square, you know, the little square with the arrow pointing to the speaker that we get in um, comic strips, you know, uh, th that is there. If you tap on it, you can, of course, uh, type anything there that you like. And the comments that I've been reading throughout the show are coming via that um, that chat uh, capability. So I've welcomed uh, uh, the people who are in the live studio. I've welcomed them and um, they have made several comments the comments are held too uh, with each show, at least they used to be. So Pastor Thomas, you'll be able to read back through them. I'll be able to share them with you okay. and that's good. So uh, I think that um, as we continue, that many more people will, will come into the studio and from all around the world, we've experienced that. So I want you to just be ready because the questions can be, could, you know, they, they, can, they can come and you'll be right there in the moment with everyone. So we can anticipate Pastor John Thomas coming again uh, to us next Wednesday evening at eight o'clock. And uh, he has also told us that his church, God Will Make Away Ministries, uh, are on a conference line, a conference call in line, Mondays, what other days did you say? Thursday, I heard Monday, Monday Thursday. Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, well, Monday is singles night, how to live uh -huh, okay. being single. Right. Tuesday night okay. is questions and answers. Thursday okay. night is, is this ministry. I'm, I'm ministering to the people. And Sunday, we right. have Sunday live because we are in the sanctuary. And we got people mm. in Virginia and, you know, New York. And they be on the line with us and we just have church. Uh -huh. Very good. Very good. All righty. So guys, uh, th those of you in the listening audience, I'm going to find out a little bit more about um, how, if you're interested to join uh, Pastor Thomas on his call-in lines, you might be interested in, and we will share that information as well. He's welcoming us to do that. So uh, just stay tuned. The information will come 
forward. And Pastor John Thomas will be with us every Wednesday night at eight o'clock to take us through this these volumes and beyond. I don't know how long we'll have him because he may be doing his own podcast. Uh, but right now, the Bible studies, the, the booklets that he has um, uh, available is in all that getting, get understanding. We are in volume one. And uh, again, pastor is not teaching verbatim, but he is covering the information that uh, is in the chapters. So it might be an, a, an exciting thing to have this study in your hand and to read it through. Then you can ask questions if he indeed does not cover something. I don't know what the cost of getting these to you would be, but I'll find that out as well. And uh, you can, of course, meet me on my own podcast on the episode list and leave a comment if you're interested in this or obtaining the copy. I will surely, surely give you a call. By the way, you can call me. My phone number is 732-762-1510. My name is Phyllis. I did not say that in the beginning. I was so excited because Pastor John got in just perfect. It was perfect tonight. Lady R, it was perfect. I couldn't believe it. Um, so I got a little excited and I ran past my usual intro. I am Phyllis, the host of the podcast Outreach. Wow, what a show. God is on display. He is our reason for being here. And when we talk about him, we always leave with a very big smile and, 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 and we discover something amazing about God. And for as long as we have walked with him, he still amazes me. There's a song that I just love. Oh, he amazes me. That's the song. And I wish I could sing because I'd sing it for you. But he really, really turns on a light for me. And I'm so grateful that he has allowed me to con be in contact with uh, Pastor John Thomas. The story is simple. My cousin attends his ministry and is an assistant to him. So she did a, a teaching, like he said, everybody in his church can teach. So she shared her teaching with um, uh, my, my sister who then told me about it and I, I listened to it. Uh, and I thought, wow, well, this is this is good. And I invited Sharon to come on, who said, no, you don't want me. You want my pastor. And uh, she was wrong about that. I do want her. But I certainly am very thankful to God that she pointed me to Pastor John Thomas. Very exciting pastor in a spiritual way. This is spiritual excitement. We are eager to grasp all that God has given us through your ministry. And so I just want to say thank you very much for being here. And at this time, you can again say good night. We're going to be getting off. And um, I don't want to I don't want to leave it with just you, me speaking. I want you to to say good night and maybe pray if you like. Amen. I just thank God for this Amen. opportunity to come before his people. And I, I always say that you are his most prized possession. And you have to believe mm -hmm. that. As crazy as you may be, and, and with all the things you don't have right going on, you are still that important to God. Uh, mm. I, I just want to let you guys know that uh, whatever I do for the kingdom, I don't just do it. I make it part of my life. So don't worry, Sister Phyllis. I ain't going nowhere. You are part <laughs> of the vision. You are part of what God is using me for in this season. So I bless God for you Hallelujah. and everyone else on this line. And right now, I want to pray the prayer of faith. 
I want to ask God to give, help us to strengthen our faith, to open our spiritual eyes so we can see what we can't see with our natural eyes, to give us the love, to, to work a love out in us that we will learn to forgive one another. Because that's a requirement, that we need to forgive one another so Jesus can ask his Father to forgive us. We ask God Amen. to pour his love so that we will have enough to love our brothers and our sisters. Let us so be a light that <clears throat> the Bible says, so let your light shine that men will see your good work and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Let people see that you are a child of God. Let them feel the love. Let them see the transformation because we are getting ready. We're getting ready for his coming back. And Hallelujah. God, God is bringing the word back to you so that we can yes. understand. And we have no excuse that I didn't know what you want me to do. He's going to say, I sent this man and the man spoke my word and the word set my people and I bless God for yes. using me and I ask him to continue to bless me, to lead me, to guide me in the way I should go. I take no credit for what I'm able to do because it's under the anointing. And the anointing destroys the yoke. And I pray the prayer of faith over everyone listening. I pray prosperity in your life. I pray healing in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you in the name of Jesus. And thank you for the Praise be to God. All glory to God. Once again, I remind the listening audience that this is Wow, What a Show. And our music is a little exciting because we are very excited. Thank you, Lord, for the goodness that you have bestowed upon us. You are continually good. And we are just so grateful. Pastor, what can I say? But thank you. And to all of you who have participated tonight in our listening audience, I want to say also that you are more than welcome any time to join us to speak your mind we welcome the comments and thank you so much for being here for everyone also remember the podcast is um uh, rehoboth institute of the arts and you can access it uh from any podcast provider that you have all you do is just type in rehoboth r-e-h-o-b-o-t-h Institute of the Arts. We have an episode, uh, episodes on conversations in creative evangelism. We have now started, you know, it's kind of a little shaky, but we have some uh, children's stories, classics that the children can listen to. And we're going to uh, use the classics to introduce our children to Bible reading, as a matter of fact. And we are just heading into uh, the creation story in Genesis as we are looking at the Just So Stories by Rudyard Kipling. Uh, and we're going to move forward with that. So visit us often. I would really love it. Uh, and I do indeed welcome your comments. There are two other uh, hosts. I have, I have helpers who are with me, not all the time, but as often as they can be. We are not paid except by the rewards of God, everything that he brings to us. There is no cost to this, except that one day we might actually do uh, some radio dramas and we would ask for, for, for a little support in that regard because, you know, a workman is worthy of his hire and it costs a lot sometimes to do some of the things that we do. But the word of God is free. And I purposed in my heart to never charge anyone for me to come and share in any way that the Lord would allow me to do so. So with that, I just want you to know that I'm grateful that you are here and hopefully you will uh, listen out for us. 
uh, next Wednesday for sure at eight o'clock. Pastor, thank you a thousand times. May the Lord our God replenish you according as you have given out. May he bless the ministry abundantly and everyone who is in it. I know for a surety that you don't leave after church because I had an appointment with him. And my, my, my cousin said, Sharon told me, well, we just don't get up and go feel. So we'll probably be there a couple of hours before we're able to get to you. May God be praised. We long for such fellowship in every church. I pray that the Lord will do it for us. So with that all, if your hearts and minds are clear, I think I've read all the comments. I, I think maybe, woo. Well, Amen, Sister, Sister Phyllis. Mm-hmm. Can yes, I sir. I, I just want to you take the opportunity to thank Sister Sharon, your cousin, and Sister mm -hmm. Veronica for all that they do for God Will Make a Way Ministry. And, yes. maybe, and maybe we could be some help with you because Sister Veronica writes stories. She is a great person to. Yes? With. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Oh, that's lovely. I would yeah. love to talk with her for sure. Um, they, this is great. Uh, yes, I would. I will talk with her. And I didn't mention them tonight because I didn't know I, I know. I have Sister Veronica, but I didn't write her last name. And I think she's I think she's in the studio. A pastor has some good help going on with him. And I like that very much. They are committed and helping him in every way. So I have I've, you know, I've only talked with Sharon, though. I haven't really did I talk with, oh Lord, I talk with so many people because I teach. Um, so I can't remember if I actually spoke with Sister Veronica or not, but definitely welcome. Welcome, everyone. God is good. Welcome, for sure. We will talk during the week then, and uh, may, the, may the Lord bless you all for coming. Thank you, Lady R. Thank you, Jam J. Thank you. Um, there's a uh, Samuel Utu in the, the studio, and I think I've gotten everyone. Victory is in the studio. Uh, poetic Heart is in the studio. Um, I, I've, I'm scrolling through, but every one of you, ECE, know that you are always welcome and know that your comments are, are really vital to our, our um, understanding how the Lord is using us. But also we just want fellowship. We want to know who you are, what you're thinking, and if you have questions, please feel free to leave those comments because I will definitely address them. And so would uh, Pastor Thomas and anyone else who's a co-host in, in, in this podcast. God bless you all. And with that, we're going to say, have a wonderful night. Sleep well. I usually end by saying good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Just like Pastor Thomas says, God has his eye on you and you are greatly beloved. May you have sweet rest this evening. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Glory to God. Amen. And amen. And amen, yes.